Welcome to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. The sermon you are about to hear is from our worship service on November 19th, 2023. For more information about the community and ministries of St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows, you can visit our website, smlutheran.org. There you will find the full online worship service from which this sermon is taken. And if you'd like to contribute financially to help sustain the ministries at St. Mark's, you'll find more information on how to do that there as well. And now, here's Pastor Audrey Lukasek with the Gospel reading. The Holy Gospel for this day is written in the Gospel of St. Matthew, the 25th chapter. Jesus said, For it is as if a man, going on a journey, summoned his slaves, and entrusted his property to them. Each one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to each according to their ability. Then he went away. The one who had received the five talents went off at once and traded with them and made five more talents. In that same way, the one who had two talents made two more talents. But the one who had received the one talent went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled with them their accounts. Then the one who had received the five talents came forward bringing five more talents, saying, Master, you have handed over me five talents. See, I have made five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And the one who had two talents also came forward, saying, Master, you handed over to me two talents, and see, I have made more, two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Then the one who had received one talent also came forward, saying, Master, I knew that you were a harsh man, reaping where, those, where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But the master replied, You wicked and lazy slave, you did not that I reap. Did you that I reap where I did not sow and gather where I did not scatter? Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and on my return, I would have received what was my own with interest. So that the talent from him and gave it to, so he took the talent from him and gave it to the one with ten talents. For to all of those who have, more will be given and they will have an abundance. But those who have nothing, even what they have, will be taken away. As for this worthless slave, throw him, to the other, throw him into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The Gospel of our Lord. 
I invite you to pray with me. Spirit of the living God, come now and grow our faith. Deepen our hope. Come and strengthen our love. Water in each of us the desire to be your faithful family forever. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. There is good news today. Even as we hear these verses or these different parables, these three weeks in a row of end times, there is good news for us. So my question for you today, did anybody ever give you a million dollars? Maybe they even gave you two million dollars or even five million dollars. Now, you might have not been given a million dollars in your lifetime, but what if, what if you were given a million dollars? What might you do with that? Would you go and buy a new house and buy an electric car and all fancy different things and every possible electronic and just have lots of wonderful meals and invite people over and just really think mostly on yourself? Or might you give most of that money away? Take what you might need for the next many years that you have in life, but to give lavishly and generously the money away. Or would you go and bury it in the ground? Or put it in the stock market that is almost sometimes the same as putting it in the ground, right? So today, what do we do? with what has been given to us. Today we hear of this parable of the talents, of where a man was going on a journey and three of his slaves came to him and the owner of these slaves gave away different talents. Now I am told by some scholars, they said back in Jesus' time, it was this amount of money, but if it was in today's dollar, one talent would be a million dollars. So one person did have a million dollars, one person was given two million, and the other was given five. What do they do with the talents, the money that was given to them? We are reminded that two of the ones who got the two and the five talents, they went and they doubled that money. But there was one who kept it to himself, and he was scared and was filled with fear and buried it, thinking that was the right thing to do. Now, in our Bible study the other day, we said, okay, where's the good news in all of this? A friend of mine, a colleague, a pastor colleague of mine, I remember a sermon in where he talked about how his mom always read lots of books to them as kids. But at the end, when the book ended, she would always ask the question, so what's the next chapter, or what's the sequel to this um, book? I pose this question to you. What about this one who was sent away and was pretty well shamed, and we know there was gnashing of teeth and all of these horrible things because he used it 
and was named being lazy. But what if, what if he took some time to reflect on how he used these talents, this money, and that he went to the other two people who those talents were given back to him? Is transformation of a heart possible? What might that one person who put it in the ground, what if he learned from that experience and had a change of heart? The other night, we had a gathering of people. We invited people who are dealing with a serious illness of either themselves or a loved one or have experienced the death of a loved one. And I have done loss and grief around the holidays, and Pastor Siggy and I met with a small group, and I had used this picture uh, in our conversation. What do they all have in common? We are entering into this holiday season where we see some of our favorite uh, Christmas music, or movies, as well as the music, but we are reminded that Scrooge he grew up with very little money, and we were told he was adopted and really had a rough life growing up. And he earned lots of money, but what did he do with his money? He kept it all for himself. And then we know of the Grinch, who was a grumpy person and didn't seem to have too many friends. But then we are also told he had a very small heart. I'm told there are three versions of the Grinch story. I was asked yesterday of what was the favorite. I learned something new. Thank you so much for helping me. And then we have the all-time favorite of, for many of us, where it's a wonderful life. And where George Bailey had a rough day. And he was distracted and lost lots of money for the place he worked. He had a car accident, and then what happened? He looked, there was an angel or a person who was working on gaining his wings uh, to be an angel, but he came and looked at the past and the present and the future, just like with Scrooge. And we know that it's in all three of these movies, there was transformation. They were given an opportunity to pause, to reflect on their current life and the past, and to see what life might look like when they are not there, or look at possibilities of how they could live differently. We hear these stories of end times in our Gospel of Matthew in this month, and we are reminded about our own life. It gives us invitation to look at in the, our lives in the past, but also look at the present. And in this stewardship time, we are also focusing on what it means for us to grow as a faith community, continuing to bring the good news to cry of Christ and of our creator God, to people who have struggled in life, who may not know of the good news of grace and love made possible through Jesus Christ. This, we have been gifted by having a preschool downstairs for over, what, 30 years, I believe, um, in this congregation, a long time. The kids this past week have been learning 
about the land that St. Mark's is located on. And they created this beautiful piece of artwork of where we are reminded of where recent years we want to acknowledge that way before our time, this land in which this church building resides is on these two amazing Native American tribes. I am so grateful for you as a congregation to claim this acknowledgement, to recognize of what gratitude we have for the people who lived on this land before us. Next year, you as a congregation will be celebrating the 70th year of anniversary. Someone said to me yesterday, already 70 years? It just seemed like we just finished the 60th anniversary. But this is an image of the groundbreaking of this land. Look around of how different this neighborhood has changed in almost 70 years. But this was a mission-developed congregation where people came together and they wanted to come to spread the good news. People of all ages came along with one pastor and I think one, only one other church worker and together they helped create this and build this church building. We have an incredible gift from those people who had a vision, who had a, saw, reminded us of what it means to be a missionary congregation wherever we may have a building. For you as a congregation, this is your mission statement. We are a people and a place for God's grace, claimed and called by Christ, Jesus Christ to worship, to witness, to learn and serve and to reach out with words and deeds of love. If you go to our website, you will also see what our faith teaches. It's a place which every person is spiritually nourished. St. Mark's is a congregation in which all persons are active in our mission. The work we do here cannot be done just by one or two or three or more staff people. It requires all of you using your gifts, using your talents, not only of the gifts that you share through your financial gifts, but there are the musicians here. There are the ones who are the teachers, the ones who help in the kitchen or create places of hospitality. It requires something of everybody. And fortunately, this congregation is a place that does involve many people involved in many things. Our community here at St. Mark's is a church that is connected to the larger, more diverse human community in which we both offer and receive gifts. We offer gifts, but as I was reminded last week where one of our members said, the more I give, the more I receive. So the other thing that has happened in these last couple years, we've created this welcoming statement 
recognizing there have been people who have been hurt by the church for a number of different reasons, but we want to welcome and to create an environment where people feel welcome for whatever their past is, but to honor and to embrace them into our community so they can help us grow the future. And last year, you uh, claimed yourself or acknowledged that you wanted to become a reconciled in Christ congregation. Again, all supported by our welcoming statement. So in our gospel story today, we are reminded, as well as in our letter from Paul, where he said we need to encourage one another and to reflect, so how well are we doing I want to share with you all the different things that took place in one month here at St. Mark's. Last night, there was a community from large, about 50 or more people who gathered for a meal and for their Thanksgiving service. You bring other groups here to use this place. We center our life together around worship, and we have all these different music um, possibilities, as well as we have learning opportunities where our people from the time of their baptism all the way through life, we grow together in our faith. And we have people coming together to encourage one another when we go through struggles and even of good times. The other thing is that I have come to really learn and appreciate in this congregation is the number of different, oops, okay. I know this one is really hard, but we are a, a congregation of where we have community partners and we have the giving tree out there. Again, many different ways in which we can help and support and make a difference in humanity. There are just so many different ways that you have shared your gifts of time as well as of your money to help accompany and walk with different people. In our stewardship program this year, we are doing this special appeal, recognizing that we had established a ministry program for this next year and where you are being invited to give an additional gift of all of above what you have already given. We are a part of the present, but we are also part of the future. We have this incredible staff, not even all the pictures are up there of all the people who really help with this ministry, but we are wanting to help support all of these ministries, but we work with you, alongside of you where, again, from the preschool kids who come together to bless the prayer shawls that are made by people here in this community, where the quilts and our young people affirm their baptism, to weekly groups come together to put food in backpacks for kids who make sure that they have food going home. So how are we doing? We are doing amazing things. When you came in to worship, I invited you to take a coin. They were placed in old, I think these were the original uh, offering plates uh, that were used in the earlier church. But a lot of us don't carry coins with us anymore. But I invite you to take out that coin. 
I'm not trying to ana analyze you if you took a quarter or a half a dollar, there was only, or, or a penny, or it's just not about that. But what is written on each one of those coins? It's those words of in God we trust. I was told that the coins that were given in our talent parable on the coins of the Roman Empire, it said security and peace. But our coins say it is in God we trust. And we trust that God will provide whatever it is that we need as we move forward into the future. So as we heard in our psalm today, God created this amazing gift of life and creation and that we are reminded that in all seasons of life, our God is there with us, giving us grace and love and mercy and being and walking with us all through life. And as you gather with loved ones this weekend, uh, when you gather for a Thanksgiving meal, whether it's a vegan or a vegetarian or a turkey, that is the main meal. Take some time to pause on God's blessings in your life. Take time to, again, give God thanks for the family and friends. And take thanks to God for this faith community where as we continue to walk and walk alongside one another with Christ leading us the way, that God is there for us and will continue to bless us. There is good news that we are not alone and we are, have this opportunity to come together to support one another along the journey in life and knowing that those words that we heard in our parable that says, well done, good and faithful servant. Those are the words of where it came from this text that says, bless you. There is good news for this day. Amen. You've been listening to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. Thanks for joining us.